Is today the day, the day that you choose you? Are you ready and willing to play outside the confines that keep you stuck? This is your invitation to receive new perspectives, to open up to a new energy of limitless choices with your health, body, spaces, relationships, money, business, and beyond. Are you ready to leap fences and embrace your boundless life? Listen now to Infinite Energy's radio show with Lisa Bennett. Well, hello everyone. It is a glorious Friday and I am looking out onto beautiful snow-covered fields. I love white snow. It 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 actually gives a, a clean slate. It makes all the dust and dirt and grime all covered up and it's just like having this beautiful blanket uh in uh in the outdoors so i'm very very grateful for the snow and at this time of year for those of you that celebrate we are just prior to christmas and for those of you that are celebrating christmas i wish you a wonderful and merry christmas this year and for those that have celebrated hanukkah happy hanukkah and for those that have celebrated diwali and India and beyond, happy belated Diwali, and basically happy, happy, everything, and happy end of 2017. How awesome are we? How awesome are we? And and for those of you that have called it a challenging year, um, well, what if the challenges are what created your life to be greater? And uh, I welcome you if this is the very first time that you've ever tuned into the show. My name is Lisa Bennett, and I am a space whisperer. So what is that? Well, if you want to call me psychic with spaces uh, and the items within your spaces, um, that would be it. I have had this capacity for as long as I remember, and my first memory was when I was about age three. And... Honestly, I, I can say that when I go into a party, and I've been going to a few functions uh, in the last little while just because it's that festive time of the year, and when I walk into a party and I hear all, and I love going into social environments and fun parties, and people are chatting away with me, well, welcome to my world. It is not the people that talk to me. It is their places that talk to me, their homes, their businesses. There's a conversation that goes on. And and I had a lady ask me in a social setting, which happens many, many times, she said to me, and there must have been about 25 people at this party. and, And she said to me, oh, can you tell me about my place? And I said, well, actually, Right now, uh, it's like everybody's talking. All the spaces are talking at me right now. So, no, I, I, I'm not going to sort of start chatting with your space until I have this sort of... It's like I'm getting a download of information and everybody's saying, hey, over here, hey, over here, hey, over here. So, just... just uh, <laughs> um, if I run into you and at a big social function... Um, best thing to do is uh, either either book a one-on-one with me and, and then we can talk about your space and, and what's coming up and what can be shifted and changed. And really the, the, um, the way that I get out to the masses is through this radio show and, and I'm grateful for this. It's been three years and, and how many more years can I continue to chat? 
about spaces, well, it's something that I absolutely love to do. And as long as there's homes and businesses and buildings and spaces around the world, I am uh, going to be chatting. <laughs> yeah, three years. Oh, my goodness. Hi, Rena. How are you? Um, yes, a, a year of growth. Um, yeah, it's been it's been quite a quite an amazing year. So today, uh, I even though we're coming into the holiday season, I always talk to my radio show energetically, and uh, as as a um, person that speaks with spaces, basements came up, which was really cool. So there's an energy of basements. Now, not everybody in the world has a basement, and that's okay. It's dependent upon where you are located in the world. So what I wanted to sort of share with you is the basement is considered in, in building structures. It's the foundation. It is form, forming the foundation for uh, the structure above ground. Now, in North America, where we have winters, and not every not every state in the United States actually has basements. But for those of us that have winter, we typically pour a foundation of concrete below the frost line because our temperature can drop so drastically into the winter time. And so for me, uh, where I live, it is the the actual. Um, Temperature can drop below minus 30s uh, in the winter time. Even though the beautiful blue skies and sun can be out, it can be absolutely um, creating that solid foundation. Now, is there a crack in the foundation? Uh, what happens with concrete is they're, they're typically with what we call the frost, the, the warming weather, the ground uh, can... If it's, if it's poured at a certain time of year and it hasn't cured properly, we can have uh, cracks in the foundation and then you have companies that come in and repair it. Um, and so concrete typically, as with Mother Earth, you have a breathing entity. The Earth is always moving, always breathing. And then you pour something what we call solid, even though we know that nothing is actually really solid. And in concrete, we have water, which is a moving um, entity. So it's all dependent upon the temperature. It's all dependent upon the soil, whether it's clay uh, and, and, and how thick and et cetera, et cetera. There's so many variables with, with concrete. To pour something that we would call perfect is almost, uh, I, would, I, I, I could almost call it, uh, I haven't seen a, a solid piece of concrete that hasn't had some what I call flaw. However, is anything actually flawed or is there actually a, a reason for buildings as they've been built over the years to move? And it happens in Europe. It happens in before it was actual what they called root cellars where people would take their their vegetables that they would uh, grow in the summertime and winterize into a root cellar. So, right, building a solid foundation. <laughs> so, uh, how many of you 
believe that you have a solid foundation for your business, a solid foundation for your relationships, a solid foundation for your health. And as I've said in the past, all of our spaces are a reflection of what is truly going on in our lives. So if we could look at the foundation of your home or your business truth, are there cracks in the foundation? Are there flaws in the foundation? Are there areas that are asking for uh, care, attention? And would you be willing after all these years, all the years that you have ignored what is asking to be addressed and looked at, would you now be willing to actually acknowledge your spaces when they're talking to you? Because if we actually ignore the space, if there's a crack in your foundation, it's like having, if you have um, a vehicle and you've been driving along the road and you get a little ding from a, a rock chip in your windshield, well, if you ignore it, it's going to continue to grow. Well, that's what happens within a foundation of a home the crack in the foundation will continue to expand and grow. And it's it's sort of the domino effect. If we don't address that, then what other areas of your life is it going to touch and start to cause friction, start to cause an unstable energy? So everywhere that you are acknowledging that there's unstable energy within various areas of your home, would you all be willing to acknowledge that there's a root cause and it might not be something obvious, but would you be willing to look at the root cause could actually be within the walls of your home or the foundation of your home? So, <laughs> would you now be willing, for those of you that have basements, to walk to the basement or the foundation of your home and really look at things Tear back all the junk that's blocking it, all the places that you've ignored it, all the ways that you've covered things up, and actually be willing to expose everything and actually expose your shit, guys. This is the time. When we can end our 2017 being completely vulnerable with everything that you have in front of you and actually start from the ground up and I look at basements as the bowels of your body it is the intestines of your body and if you talk to any holistic doctor medical doctor naturopath uh, anyone that you have ever listened to talked to and I know a lot of my listeners are seekers and they've they've listened to lots of different people and or studied lots of different modalities one of the core things within our bodies is our intestinal tract. And if you think of how long and how many feet our intestinal tract is, be aware that when you're, that is the foundation of your body. And when that is being compromised, then all of this other stuff either is getting built up, things aren't flushing properly, you're not eliminating waste, you have byproduct of waste, you have a buildup of toxins, and it becomes and it comes out through your skin, the pores of your 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 largest organ, which is your skin, and or it shows up in other ways, whether it's creating illnesses and disease and whatever else whatever else you have not been willing to acknowledge, 
could you be now be willing to acknowledge that when you take care of everything within interior of your body, you're also taking care of the interior of your home. So how many of you as listeners go to the gym, go to a naturopath, get massages, get body work done, uh, go to the spa, put on expensive cream, wear lovely makeup, uh, perfume, beautiful clothing, spend lots of money on all of that, what I would call uh, exterior sort of the the window dressing and aren't willing to actually take care of the interior and it's not always pretty but the interior of your home the bowels of your home so in basements in in North America we have heating systems air conditioning units uh, we have water tanks that are usually stored in your basements you have your electrical room so everywhere that you have shoved junk in and an excessive amount of storage and and things that you will get to at a later time, things to fix, uh, your kids are asking you or your friends are asking you to store things while they travel for a year or while they are setting up their home. So you're storing their stuff in your space. And you're not really aware of what's in the boxes, but you just know that there's boxes with labels on it, kitchen, bathroom, living room, bedroom, extra, school stuff. Um, you might have friends that have had uh, the a house that burnt to the ground or a flood or a fire. So you've been willing to store their stuff in your space. So... Do you get the energy of when you are starting to build up this excessive amount of storage and at some point when you walk into the basement and or the storage shed or the garage, because they are all areas that people assume are areas to store things. And if you think about the number of businesses out there that are storage facilities, people spend almost the amount of rent money per month on having a storage locker. It's huge business for extra cars, extra uh, motorbikes, for uh, storing things that are out of season or as you're choosing to uh, live in a, in a rental for a couple of years before you get something new built. Uh, so storage facilities are also a place that are holding grounds for old memories, for the past life. And how many of you have gone to a storage facility and collected all of your past life items and brought them into your new space? Or how many of you have had items in your basement from a past relationship or a past time of life and dusted them off and brought them into your space without actually asking, is this something that's going to serve my life going forward or is this representing something that is no longer a part of my life or what I desire in my life going forward? So we're going to have a quick break and when we return, I would love to chat with you a little bit further about the the 
basement and the energy of storage, the energy of holding on to things, and how and what tools we could use to actually create a clean slate for starting for 2018. You're with Lisa Bennett at Infinite Energies. Have you ever wanted to know how you can choose an amazing life and to be in the space of thrival instead of survival? Are you ready to move beyond the confines of your life? Have you always known that there was another way of living in this world beyond just existing? How about an open conversation that gives you immediate ways to remove the emotional and physical baggage you have carried around with you for years? Listen to Infinite Energy's radio show every Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, 9 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? This is Infinite Energy's radio show with empowering coach Lisa Bennett. To participate in the program, please call US 815-880-8255, in Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can send a question or comment to lisa at infiniteenergies.ca. Now back to the program. Welcome, welcome everyone. It's Lisa Bennett here with Infinite Energies and I am the Space Whisperer. So we were chatting about uh, basements and just before we we uh, get right into the show, I wanted to share with you uh, how you can connect with me. If any of you are asking for a private consultation, I do do a Zoom. It's it's uh, the equivalent of Skype Zoom. I record my um, uh, sessions with clients. I can half hour, one hour uh, session, which often is exactly sort of what I call the acupuncture treatment that's required with regard to an individual in their spaces. And I've watched people with their businesses uh, triple the the business in a fairly short time frame. Uh, I can see through the cobwebs and I can I can actually clear off the cobwebs and show you exactly what your space is uh, asking for and wanting to communicate with you. All spaces have this beautiful way of communicating and it's really a matter of uh, learning the language 
of communicating with your spaces and actually listening to what the language is that they are communicating with you. And my, I, I consider it um, my honor to be able to show you how you can communicate with your space. Uh, beyond that, I do have a class called Creating Conscious Spaces, which I have traveled around um, the world. I've been in Ireland and India and Paris and uh, off to Paris again and then on to an island called La Réunion, which is part of uh, France but close to Africa at the end of January and uh, so if you are located somewhere in the universe and are wanting me to come and, and uh, have a class by you, please connect with me. You can send me a private message through Facebook or lisa at infiniteenergies.ca is my email and I'm more than happy to uh, to uh, connect with you and uh, um, yeah, it's uh, spaces are such a gift and everybody in this universe uh, can uh, have a beautiful way of actually learning the language of spaces and, and creating that for um, either yourself personally or, or adding that to your toolbox in your life. Uh, once you once you are willing to be open to the energy of your spaces, it's just another way of receiving information. Good, bad, or ugly. So even those that have had floods and, and uh, fires and what we call natural disasters, um, there's a magical way of, of clearing the space. And, and oh, yes. <laughs> I do clear entities within spaces. Uh, I don't have a point of view about entities, and I've uh, I've cleared hundreds of entities from a single space to uh, individuals to people that have uh, either died within a space and or were attached to the land before the building was actually created. So. There's, again, always a story, and I just happen to be that one that people tune into and say, hey, can you, can you share with me what's, what's uh, going on? And, and uh, like I said, it's a language that doesn't necessarily come up with words, but oftentimes it can show up with uh, any of my senses, whether it's sight, smell, sound, taste, um, it 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 shows up for me and it might not be what you yourself have um had in the past experience but it's a muscle that you can build and the more that you use it the more it uh becomes a capacity to add to your toolbox so on that note, we were talking about basements and I talked about how basements are sort of like the bowels of your body and for those of you that are, are and funny, I had a conversation with a lady the other day, it was so funny, she was like, I said, you know, it's like having an enema when you clean out your basement and she went, oh my God, I love enemas. <laughs> I was like, I was like, Okay, well, good on you. I'm I'm really glad you like animas. <laughs> so, for those of you that love to uh, clean out the the system, then where are you not willing to be the enema for your home <laughs> and clean out all the arteries and clean out all the bowels and just unclog all the drains within your home and 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 
an interesting term, drains. So how many drains are are you blocking for fear of draining your bank accounts, draining your relationships, draining your energy? Uh, often there are drains within basements. How many drains are blocked within that uh basement area and how many drains are unchecked that you haven't left uh, open to clear out the toxic or build up energy or for those that have uh, clients of mine that have had floods and the drains weren't actually functioning or working it's just a matter again of getting things checked would you be willing to get your furnace cleaned? Would you be willing to get your drains looked at? Would you be willing to get your fireplace flues cleaned? For those of you that have natural wood-burning fireplaces, it's another area that we have a build-up. Consider a fireplace flue, a artery, a main artery to your home. At this time of year, and for those of you that are in winter climates, if you are not willing to clean out your fireplace flue, and I'm saying yearly, get the get the man to come in and, and sweep it out and suck out all the creosite that's all built up on the walls of the interior of your fireplace, it's the same as the arteries within your home. It's like the main artery to your heart. If you have a buildup of creosite in your fireplace, that in itself is toxic that in itself can become a fire that actually internalizes and creates a fire within your home. And it's interesting, I, I was woken up the other day um, by a space communicating with me and it specifically was talking about fire. So uh, for anyone that is tuning in, if you have a natural Christmas tree, and or have a fireplace that hasn't had or been serviced, would you please be willing to get um, the Christmas tree, keep it watered and or not leave the lights on unattended and or candles by the Christmas tree and also with the fireplace, would you please be willing to uh, get the flu, uh, the chimney stack cleaned out uh there's there's someone's home out there that's asking to be serviced and looked at it's um it it woke me up <laughs> and i normally don't actually um share what what wakes me up in the middle of the night and often it's many spaces that that all are chattering away with me but i would like to just reach out to those of you that uh, my my Canadian um, and American friends and anyone else in the middle of winter that is uh, loving to have natural wood-burning fires and or uh, natural real Christmas trees, which I love as well, just be aware there's, um, there's somebody out there that needs to be aware that there's... Um, Potential for fire, <laughs> uh, and I'm going to. I'm just going to leave it at that. <laughs> um, cool. I'm glad I. I'm glad I shared that. So, so, okay. Uh, I do this when I get onto these shows, and energy comes in. So, with basements, 
the really cool thing is there there wasn't a lot of value in considered in basements or root cellars uh, many many years ago. Historically, it was the root cellar of the home was was for holding the food, which definitely had value. Beyond that, they were they were almost crawl spaces, and then at some point, it became an actual space that could be incorporated into the home. And then we looked at how to uh, insulate, how to create better lighting. And then initially, it was almost the energy of a tomb. So if you think of churches, there are, in the Vatican, there are many um, buildings from the 1800s when there was a foundation poured in Europe for the structure to support it above ground. But there was almost like this whole world, this whole city below ground where there there could be actual uh, sort of uh, travel, rooms, storing bodies underground. If you think of churches where they, they actually honor and store the dead bodies underground. <laughs> so how many of you have actually walked into any of these historical buildings, like crypts, exactly, where they were storing bodies, and not just storing bodies, but in rooms there would be 5, 10, 15 bodies stored, or the remains of the bodies, within these crypts. And then on top of that, they would actually stack them one on top of the other. So everything that that is bringing up for you about the storage of the the remains of bodies, would you now be willing to acknowledge that that was something that was very much, it, it, it was looked at as being an honoring of those that had passed on. Now, different religions have different different ways of whether they choose to have their bodies outside. I know in Buenos Aires, outside, they have this cemetery where they have actual structures built, and then in inside the structures, they have family members. They have either they have the coffin or they actually have the urn. Uh, they've built different structures of honoring. So wherever you have, and I and I I'm bringing this up because there's. <laughs> There are clients of mine that had two urns in their basement that they had completely forgotten about that were for people that had passed on. <laughs> and yeah, catacombs. Um, thank you, Rena. Yeah, very heavy energy. So everything that that brings up for the, those of you that are, are considering this a heavy Debbie Downer kind of energy prior to the holiday season, would you be willing to acknowledge that when people have passed on, they don't actually go into this point of view of that they are dead. Now, there are those entities that aren't aware that they are dead, that, that are connecting with people like myself, uh, saying, hey, and this is what occurred when I went to this client's basement. They had brought me in to do... A, a, an actual consultation for the main floor of their house. And I said, I'd like to go to your basement. And they were like, well, why? And I said, well, just 
it's it's the foundation of your home and they were very defensive and I said well uh, you have to be willing to be completely vulnerable with me and what if there's a treasure in the basement that you're not willing to acknowledge that may contribute to your to your living going forward and they were like oh okay cool so that was a language that they were willing to hear so I go into the basement <laughs> we're walking around and I'm looking at the, the shelving unit, and the back of the shelving unit, I see these two urns. And I went, huh. I said, I, I'm curious, are those urns? And they said, oh, my God, we totally forgot. <laughs> it was a... Um, it was a husband wife it was a it was a brother and his wife that had that that never had kids and they felt that they had to kind of keep them uh they didn't really know what to do with them so she kind of put them in the basement and said you know at some point i'll do something with them well they they were holding on to this what i call dead energy <laughs> and and the cool thing is is the the urns uh bye Rena thanks for joining us today um it was the urns were holding on to this dead energy and <laughs> just like okay would you be willing now to to honor the 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 energy of the the two that have passed on and let's let's clear it out so we actually went i walked them through the whole basement and a month later, they did this ceremony. They kind of honored them. They sprinkled them out into the mountains. And, oh, my God, their life has totally shifted and changed. Business has increased. They're happier. They're healthier. They're sleeping well. Uh, and, and it's motivated them to continue to go and purge all of the places and spaces within their home and it started in the basement. And so it was, again, what I, I always like to use this term. I don't know why. It's just like this domino effect. It's, it, it, it was started in the basement. And so all the places that they thought they had to address and look at weren't the space. It wasn't the core area to actually work with. It started in the basement. So would you be willing, for all of you that are ignoring that are dismissing the energy of your outbuildings, your sheds, your garage, your basement, would you be willing now to acknowledge that once you've cleared out that, once you've kind of cleared the cobwebs and really given it that really good um, cleanup, uh, eliminated things that are no longer serving you, that you will find everything else in your life has so much more clarity it's like washing your vehicle cleaning your windows it's lifting the energy up and for those of you that have basements with windows would you be willing to clear the windows would you be willing to clear anything that's blocking the windows and bring in more light i'm big on creating greater light adding more light bulbs, more light, upward lighting, uh downward lighting. Uh if if you're if you've got a bedroom in the basement, ensure that you've got uh windows that that uh naturally bring in the light for that individual that's sleeping there. 
just start communicating with your basement. Okay, so uh, we are going to have a quick break here and on uh, Infinite Energies with Lisa Bennett's, we will return and talk more about the energy of basements. Have you ever wanted to know how you can choose an amazing life and to be in the space of thrival instead of survival? Are you ready to move beyond the confines of your life? Have you always known that there was another way of living in this world beyond just existing? How about an open conversation that gives you immediate ways to remove the emotional and physical baggage you have carried around with you for years? Listen to Infinite Energy's radio show every Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, 9 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world and to like yourself a lot more? Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. And it's not about finding the answer. It's about being the question. Always. What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for a free video series, My Gift to You. beingyouclass.com What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires? beingyouclass.com This is Infinite Energy's radio show with empowering coach Lisa Bennett. To participate in the program, please call US 815-880-8255 In Canada, 613-800-8736 Or Skype us at Inspire Choices Network You can send a question or comment to Lisa at infiniteenergies.ca Now back to the program Welcome, welcome everyone. So today's show, we are talking about the energy of basements. And so I've over the years when I've worked with different clients, uh, we've looked at the basement as being the bowel of an individual's body. It's the core of your body. And many people uh, and I can call myself out on this as well over the years. Uh, there was this energy of you go into the basement, you go through your things, you would sort of acknowledge what was in boxes, dust things off, restock, create, sort of move things around, shift things around, and then sort of walk away and go, I've organized my basement. And then I don't know when it sort of, I guess about... 20 years ago when I when I acknowledged that all I was doing was shifting things and yeah there was an energy of cleaning up and cleaning the cobwebs out and then restocking the boxes but I was remember I, I, I remembered I, I can't even remember who it was that had said that to me many years ago do you do you realize that all you're doing is just moving and shifting things 
that you're actually not doing anything with it. And it was sort of like this little light bulb for me. It was like, oh my God, all I'm doing is moving and shifting. So how many of you, like a chess game, are moving and shifting things but aren't actually removing things? Okay, maybe chess isn't the best <laughs> analogy because you do remove players. But I'm, I, it, it's sort of like shuffling. So how many of you are expert shufflers with your spaces and aren't actually removing items that are no longer serving you. So if you look at yourself in your 20s, there are certain items that you begin to collect in your 20s. And then in your 30s, then there's different items that you collect because your timing in your life has shifted. Your priorities in your life has shifted. So as you're as you're aging, as you're getting older, wiser, ha, 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 for those of you that <laughs> consider yourself getting wiser, uh, what if you could just ask your items, what is actually serving what it is I desire in my life going forward? So for myself, I, I love to look at what it is I'm creating for my future, what it is I'm creating for my life, what it is I'm creating for my relationships, my business, for my body, for everything. And I have a dog that's aging, and I'm aware that at some point he is going to be choosing to to move on, which is cool. So when we when we have uh, and we acknowledge that things are are moving as in animals or kids moving out or new children coming in if you're a young young couple or getting married things will shift so everyone that is attached to a particular item because of a memory what if you took a photo of it and acknowledged that it served you in this particular time of your life and passed it on to those that actually required it so how many of you are saving things for a rainy day? <laughs> and so you put it into the basement or you put it into your garage or you put it into your storage locker and you're saving it for a rainy day. Well, what if the rain never comes? Or what if the flood arrives so you're getting more than you actually uh, anticipated and it gets ruined so I've had people that had things stored, all these old photo albums or all of the treasures, and I'm going to call them treasures, whatever you consider to be your treasure, and you've kept it in storage. And then there was a flood or there was something that occurred. And we had a huge flood here in um, Alberta um, a number of years ago. It was a massive flood. And there was a lot of people that had stored things into their basement. Some people had actual basements where they had ba bedrooms, offices, wine rooms. So if you can imagine, the wine labels were lifted uh, based on the flood off of the bottle. So every time they opened a bottle going forward, it was always a surprise. They just knew it was a red or white, but they didn't know what vintage, what year, what uh, type of grape was in the bottle. So it was sort of like a surprise, mystery. <laughs> yeah, right? Mystery wine. Uh, and their photo albums, so all of these beautiful photographs of the kids and the, their um, childhood, uh, their parents' or grandparents' 
photographs that they had carefully stored in um, boxes, uh, old income tax forms, uh, computers, televisions. They had a media room downstairs. I mean, you name it. In North America, a lot of people create basements as a... Uh, living space yes and even the plastic bins so the water seeped in so any of you that believe that plastic bin bins are the answer Tupperware um, and they have these locking lids even those were compromised with the amount of water that came and seeped in you would have uh, exercise rooms with exercise equipment, uh, media rooms, wine rooms, offices, bedrooms. So anything that was built what we call below grade was actually uh, damaged and compromised. So how many of you, if you could sit there, and I know in California we have uh, going through forest fires. So if you had to look at things within your home right now, if you were given one hour to pack up items within your home, what, it, what actually would you be packing and putting in your vehicle that you know if, if your house was going to burn to the ground, if uh, um, you knew that you were never coming back to that particular home because of an avalanche, a flood, a forest fire, um, a tornado or hurricane, whatever was going on, and you had one hour to pack up and, and leave, what actually would you take with you? And when you look at things in that way, you would really and really look at everything in, in, throughout your house, go, wow, truthfully, you take your kids, you take your dog or cat or whatever animals you have, and pack a suitcase of basic clothes and you know maybe your your important papers like passports birth certificates etc um insurance documents whatever you could all your your paperwork that will support creating and recreating your life going forward and interestingly enough, I know for myself, I went through uh, moving out of a fairly large estate home and uh, moved into a friend's house for uh, just under a year. And I, I, I packed out two big, huge Tupperware uh, containers. I put clothes in it. Uh, I took my dog bed and all of the things that he required, my office and the paperwork that I required, which was in a couple of Tupperware containers. And it was two car loads um, between my girlfriend's vehicle and my vehicle. And I arrived at my friend's home and I lived in this bedroom. I lived in this bedroom. I would say the room was probably about 15 by 15. And... I had run of the whole the whole house, but what I took with me was put in that room, and I took a few photographs and a few personal items, but everything else I put into storage until I chose a new home or a new home chose me. So everywhere that you have determined that you can't live without something, I actually... I'm going to challenge you going forward now, so at the end of 2017, 
my my uh, wedgie for you is to walk into your basement and really ask, is this serving me? And if you're holding on to stuff that somebody's traveling for a year and they said, oh, would you hold on to this and that, would you be willing to say, you know what, you said you were traveling for a year or six months or three months or and it's been six years or whatever length of time. And if you're not coming to get it by whatever the time frame is, I will put it into storage for you. Give me your credit card and we will put this into storage and you can pay for it. I'm clearing out my house. So everywhere that you have being the storage locker for others, the storage bin for animals, there's there anything that they have discarded. Do you would you be willing to acknowledge that all of that discarded energy you're actually holding on to something of theirs energetically. You're like the back door for their their life. They always know they have a place to come to, a place to land. Would you be willing to close the back door? So you're disempowering people when you are holding on to items beyond the date of whatever you had determined it was. It's it's like keeping that back door for them to always sort of go, huh, you know, it's been a couple of years, they haven't said anything, I'm, I'm not going to rock the boat, um, they haven't moved something out. There was no sort of what I call deal and deliver with how long or when is, what's going to happen by this certain time if this hasn't occurred. Would you be willing to move things on and and actually tell them that there's an expiry date for storing their stuff. You're not doing yourself any favors either because you actually are holding on to an energy for them and you're also, in some ways, it's infusing their energy into your space. So if there's, if there's, uh, I would call it an energy of, of dissatisfaction in their life, uh, not ever being willing to to um, create stability for their life, they're they're running, they're constantly moving. Just acknowledge that that energy is also in your space, and I've I've found this with with parents that have held on to stuff for kids. And, you know, you've got it 10 years later and it's like, well, truth, they haven't worn that pair of running shoes for 10 years. So why don't we just get rid of it? And do you think they're going to want to pick up that pair of running shoes and, and, and wear them? Or are they going to actually move them on and pass them on? So, uh, and who else out there is actually asking for the 20 coats? Do you need 20 coats stored in your basement for a rainy day? Do you, do, how many people have a coat rack or a clothing rack in their basement for what we call out of season? So I encourage you to go through that, clear it out, move it on. Even if it has an attachment, wow, <laughs> 20 coats, that must be a wicked rainy day you're waiting for. Exactly. Yes. Yes, wicked rainy day waiting for. Would you be willing to let things go? And that can include relationships, guys. That can include children. 
it's not unkind to say, it's okay, you're 30 years old, I think it's time for you to move out and find your own space. Uh, and yes, I have clients who have kids in their 30s and they're still at home. Again, disempowering those kids to not choose to make a new life going forward. And I've, I've, I've suggested, hey, you know, that room would be an awesome office for me or I'm looking at taking that space over. Uh, you have two months to go find a new home and don't turn it into a discussion what if you were willing to just make a statement and say, oh, by the way, I'm doing some renovation and that includes your bedroom. So you'll, I'm giving you two months and uh, then it's time for you to move out. So, uh, hey, take whatever furniture in this particular room you'd like and anything else because the rest is going to be sold or donated or given away. <laughs> it's amazing how quickly kids can move out when they acknowledge that the space is going to be turned into something. So with regard to your basement storage room, storage locker, a really fun thing to do is add new lights, paint, and don't choose a dark color. I, I'm big on adding uh, like almost like a, a beautiful cream or white so that you're actually that's adding light to the space, especially for basements that are below ground. Some basements can be what I call a partial basement where they actually have lighting. You can have um, a walkout basement that brings in lots of light. And if the if it's a downward slope, uh, please make use of all the natural light within your space. Uh, add plants if it's a walkout basement. Create it as a yoga studio. Create it as a um, something that is speaking to the energy of where you're at in your life now. If you're into meditation, turn it into a meditation room. If you're into uh, uh, having people over and having a reading or a book group or a writing group or um, any kind of room that actually reflects where you're at at this particular time in your life. So for those of you that have joined me, I'm so grateful. You're with Lisa Bennett at Infinite Energies. Please look for me at uh, infiniteenergies.ca on my website and reach out. I look forward to meeting you somewhere out there in the universe. And for those that would love a consultation or a space whispering with your space, please connect with me. Have an amazing end of 2017, and I look forward to seeing you in 2018 every Friday. Take care. And have Thank you for awesome choosing to listen day. to the Infinite Energies Radio Show. Lisa Bennett will return next Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, 9 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Lisa loves to connect with her listeners. Email her at Lisa at InfiniteEnergies.ca or find her Infinite Energies page on Facebook. We look forward to having you join us again to share the changes you have become.